I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts with Uber Butler. Here's the rest of the episode. In Amazon, they notice who you are. Yeah. Uh, they call you in and they say you're Uber Butler and you sit there and you and you can feel it. You can almost feel you, you're, you're panicking and you go, well, I'm just going to go now. I had to go because if they found the camera, it would have been, I'd have been in a lot of trouble. Really? That, that's when things would have got serious. Um, so I was like, and I'd also been briefed a lot. Like my, my go-to is the bullshit. And I was like, I, say I wanted to say, you know, yeah, I'm filming Undercover Boss. I'm Jeff Bezos's son or whatever, you know, just bullshit. But I couldn't, I couldn't, you could, cause it was like- That would have been amazing. It would have been amazing, but we couldn't. Uh, and it was like anything that we said in that, in that space could have, cause it was all being recorded. Yeah. You, know, you know, the person, the manager who took me in didn't know that. You know, they could have assumed maybe, but I don't think they did because they absolutely rinsed me. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, bad disguise, the wig and the glasses. And they were like, I'm not familiar with the work that you do. Yeah, yeah. And there was another bit we cut out when they were like, oh, and that, yeah, don't know about that reality TV you've been doing. And I was so, what they think just, you and me? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, 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 like, catfish, catfish. Oh, catfish! Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. so you thought what the hell? The reality <laughs> TV show? I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so is that how they? Did you, how do you think they noticed it was you? Because you were in a disguise. Yeah, I had sprayed my hair brown, and I had. I kind of looked a bit odd. I looked like a kind of <laughs> looked like the saw someone online said I looked like the uh, the pigeon lady in Home Alone too. <laughs> It's a great shout you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I think I did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I. I I looked weird. That's what I would say. I looked like a weird dude. And then what you decide to do is you decide to, okay, you want to get a, one of your products mm. to number one on Amazon. I do, yeah. And you very cleverly sell a product, which is an energy drink. Yeah. Uh, marketed called Release. Yes. And it, it is Amazon workers urine. Yes, it is. That you have found on the side of the roads. Yes. Because these Amazon delivery drivers... Mm-hmm don't have enough time to stop at pee breaks or loo breaks so they just pee into bottles yeah and they get in trouble we we found out in the film that they get in trouble if they come back with the bottles temp and you get a point per bottle over a period of time point every bottle and if you get if you get to 10 bottles you, you're in trouble so explain that again so so, yeah, so, so so what so hang on a second so okay you explain it. so if amazon <laughs> drivers um they don't have enough time to go yeah. to the bathroom right yeah and there's loads of stuff like you know we spoke to drivers all over the world. I spoke to in the film. There's a lot in um, in LA. There's loads in London. Some in uh, Italy. Some in Spain. We spoke to loads more as well. And like, look, go on Reddit and look up Amazon. Like, there's a whole subreddit of Amazon drivers just talking about this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all out there. Like, they, they, they it, it, pissing in bottles is a huge part of their day. And one of the things that blew my mind. And I, I watched this with my mum and my auntie. This was the bit that they both went, oh, and I was like, oh, that's good. That's a good reaction. That's what you Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, not good. Yeah, great say. reaction, okay. Great reaction, but bad stuff that they're hearing. Uh, but we've, we, we learned that um, the female drivers are getting UTIs from holding it in. So that's, that can be really serious for women. Like a UTI can be awful. So 
the men are pissing in bottles. If they come back at the end of their shift, um, we found that they get a point per bottle of piss in the in the car. And if they get to 10 points, then they are in trouble. You know, they have a 10-point system is what the manager we spoke to told us. Um, and... Uh, That's wild. It is it's really bizarre because in the past, Amazon... So they just place them on the side of the roads outside the Amazon warehouses. They chuck them out the window. They chuck them out the window. As they're coming back into the warehouses. And I, I did a, an interview with uh, The Guardian recently. I was in New York filming something else. This was about three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and they were in uh, East London. And we both were outside of an Amazon fulfillment center. Them in Bow, me in Queens. We on the phone for about an hour. Found thirty bottles of piss. What? Yeah, it's it's it is a thing. It's like shells on a beach. Yeah, like... Amazon are flooding the world with piss. They are like it's a thing. So I was like, well, they'd obviously. I was like, how do I make them care about this in a way? Yeah. How do I put, make it into something that they have to think about? And it's like, well, they care, they like product, don't they? So I thought. <laughs> I'll turn it into a product. Yeah. It's it's amazing. You take these bottles, you start selling them. And um, what is great about this is that if you if you see your documentary, The Shed, which is where you trick TripAdvisor to make your restaurant, which I also want to just talk about, to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. number one um, on TripAdvisor London, you use the same technique that yeah. you sort of, you flood the market flood with, the algorithm, with yeah. algorithm, with yeah. buying the product and reviewing it in a positive way. Yeah, I... To be clear, because it's around legals, okay. I didn't tell anyone to review it. Okay. I, t- I just got them to buy it. We got them to, you know, as a quid. Uh, I listed it initially in the re- as a refillable pump dispenser, which was not a drink. But then Amazon's algorithm recognized it as a drink and moved it into the drinks category, bypassing any protections that they have around food and drinks licensing. Isn't that fucking nuts? So you didn't even do it. I didn't. Know, I didn't know that that was what was going to happen. I said it was a drink. I said refillable pump dispenser, but in the it like was a drink. It looked like a drink. Yeah. But it was just in the wrong category, so that I didn't. I was like that way. I don't have to deal with the food and drinks. That thing. is mad. But then they they just moved it, and then I was like, okay, great. Now I want it put in this bitter lemon category under the energy drinks bitter lemon. So I emailed their executive team as like a disgruntled small business owner. And eventually, like we were talking to them, it was about six weeks going back and forth. It was like a fucking nightmare. And uh, eventually they, they, they just escalated it and just moved it. So that, so like literally the algorithm did it first to give me the food and drinks license. And then after that, their, their like executive team escalated it and just put it where I wanted it. And it's like, we're like, we're looking at the description here and it doesn't look like a, a bitter lemon drink. Why do you want it to be? A, and I'm like... Can you not? It says urea. Like, what is like the description <laughs> on the bottle was what? What was the description on the bottle of release? Your, your yeah, like the world, the first fully reusable energy drink. So you like you you, you fit, empty the contents, then fill it back up. But the contents and the, gre- oh, the ingredients yeah, was yeah, urine. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, urine. Yeah, yeah, urine. So and they a, didn't even see that. Yeah, and then the the but in the product description we've got like it literally says like this is a release energy is comprised of. Uh, bottles of urine as they were found on the side of the road it it, it, on, on the way back machine I preserved it because there's this thing called the way back machine mm. I'm sure you're aware but you can go and like look up URLs of like that are no longer live basically mm. and you can preserve them so like when I did the shed thing that was also on the way back machine thank god because then you know there would have been no way of substantiating it TripAdvisor could have just been like you're making this up no, it's on there. And I did the same thing with this. You can go on there and you can see the listing. Wow. Um, and, and yeah, the, the description is fun. It's funny. I mean... It's hilarious. It's Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's... I just... I met you got Amazon drivers 
piss to be a number one bestseller on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I mean, that is wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I sort of like one of those things again where you're like, I wonder if that's possible when you have the idea and then, and then yeah, thank God. And now it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's been out for a week and it's got fucking gone everywhere. All over the world, news has covered it. It's been unbelievable. That's like, amazing. Unbelievable. But do you know that? Do you, do you, again, that leads you back to your original, when, yeah. when you're writing the sort of comments or writing the articles or writing the titles, you knew, uh, when you go into pitch this, you knew, were you in your head saying, I know it has to be piss? It has to be urine. It has yeah. to be that that we're selling because that is the title that I can see fluttering in my head. Yeah. Also, it's like that little thing that comes from just like people do see bottles of piss all over the place. If you drive on that motorway, the Tilbury one, fucking bottles of piss all down the side on the on the entrance to the Amazon fulfillment center there, all over the world. I'm yet to find a fulfillment center that doesn't have piss outside of it. That's crazy. It, it's bizarre. It's so it's like there's it starts from a place of oh yeah that thing, and then so that's got a little bit of that intrigue. But yeah. 100 percent you never know if it's going to hit you just never know and like now i feel i think as you get a little bit older like you just i just feel a bit of a sense of relief that it has for my own personal fucking sanity yeah. i'm like oh shit thank god like it actually did that and now i'm happy because you've got all fucking news outlets all over the world it's talking amazing. about this thing and like it and it, it initially sounds like a story that's because it is fun and it's yeah. funny but then also in the art quiz, people talking about this brutal working experience that these people have. So you're highlighting so many things, which is just so great. Talk to me about algorithm really quickly. And look, this is outside. Like, I, I, yeah. How would one manipulate an algorithm if they wanted, in your opinion, if for their own product, for their own, their own product? Food, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little, well. But what are they trying to achieve just to actually try and juice it? Yeah, if, if someone wanted to, if you wanted to sell something, you create a product, right? Yeah. So I, I, you have a product and you're selling your own product. I don't know what it is. It's, yeah. it's an energy drink or whatever it is. How would you, in your opinion, all legals like, how would you think you would uh, manipulate the algorithm to make your one stand out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would, you'd have to be willing to, I'd keep things, the overhead's really small. Okay. So that there was no... Uh, so as lowest risk possible, uh -huh. uh, because like if you're going to manufacture, if you have to manufacture a product, it, basically I would create a successful product before it existed. But and, explain and, that to me because this is so okay, I, I, this, this is so great. So because I, I imagine people listening right now are going to go make all oh, they have a product ready and they sure, say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you would, you would keep overheads low. Yeah, I would basic so that you just because the the moment it stops being fun. The whole point of this, if I don't know, applying it to your own life. I mean, I make films, right? That's mm. what I do. So that's my what I. So within the films, I end up doing these things where I have to make restaurants or piss bottles or whatever. Were well, you an but, entrepreneur? But in a sense, but then also, but the film is ultimately the thing. But within the film, I have to do entrepreneurial stuff. Do you know what I mean? Completely. But you're you're doing it. So too, it's an amazing thing. You're creating art around entrepreneurship, which is which is you're you're the ultimate entrepreneur. No, you really yeah, are. Like know, you, yeah. you, you really are. But you just film what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, and then you get bored of your product and move on to the next product. But that's which the is... thing. The actual difficult thing is to then go and make the product real. That's the that's difficult. Sure. That that would be like you know like after I did the shed thing, I had different restaurant companies saying, "Can you do this for us?" Completely right. And then launch a company, or launch a business. I was like, what, what part of this makes you think I can run a fucking restaurant? <laughs> 
it's just like I was, I was at, I served microwavable ready meals in outside a garden shed in, in Dulwich in November. Like, what but, but, but I think what's you, you, one would um, argue that you're a marketing genius. I, I will, I would refute that. No, because it, 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 honestly, it's it's okay. Let's okay, fine. Let's take. Let's take your your the documentary that I watched your one of your first films that that I know you from, which is yeah. the Shed, which is where we said you created this um, one of the top restaurant, the number one voted restaurant TripAdvisor in London called yeah. the Shed. Yeah. And what you did is you'd bring people into your back garden, you'd sit them down, you'd blindfold them, and you'd sell them microwave meals, <laughs> and then ask them what the food was like when they came out, and their reviews were out of this world, yeah, and yeah. it was microwave shepherd's pies. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> How did you manipulate the algorithm to make sure that your restaurant was top of TripAdvisor? Again, this is kind of back to the point that I was saying is my, it was easy for me because I, I the, the thing existed only as an idea. So then basically I created the idea of a restaurant. Obviously, mm. like I told you, the pictures and everything on the website that ended up when I revealed the article being like an egg on my foot and uh, urinal cakes with like with uh, honey on them and stuff like that gross stuff mm. that looked like delicious food in the pictures. Mm. Uh, but I, I that, that was it. I think the moment that you start putting loads of money in, it's that's when it stops being fun. So what? My, so my, if I was doing it, trying to actually do it for real, it's difficult to apply it to your own life because you care more about the stuff. In, you've got to try and keep that atmosphere of uh, being able to take risks and be creative, yeah. which gets harder as the more investment you put into something. But it is like, the reason why I was able to do the restaurant thing is because I wasn't overly, I hadn't, I didn't have to, what am I trying to say? I, uh, I could create it as an idea and basically anything I said about it could be true. And then it was, it was, yeah, cause it was because it fucking made up. And then, and then obviously then, then I manipulated, get different people to leave reviews that, that we did too. You know, got all the, my friends and my family to pretend that they've been there. Here are the rules. Here's what you should men- mention, whatever. Then people start reading those things and it starts to become this thing in their minds then all of a sudden, hundreds of people are trying to book a table. And, you know, by that point, if I was actually doing a business at that point, I would then try and if, I, if that w- I've never done this, but I would try and like, I mean, I kind of did. I did it one night only for the shed. But like if I was trying to actually make money from it, it'd be interesting to see whether it'd work. it would work. It would work. But I fuck it, maybe. But then I, I think it's. Because yeah, the shed you, it. I've just not done it. The so shed you, know you opened for one night, and yeah. so people were trying to book this restaurant for months, and yeah, yeah, and you just yeah. whenever they phoned up, you kept saying, "Sorry, it's full, yeah, it's, it's full, full yeah. it's full." Yeah. So even though your restaurant was staying number one at TripAdvisor, yeah. no one could get a get a yeah. seat at it because it was didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't, there was no tables. It was a lion. <laughs> I mean, Wild. <laughs> but in theory, what I want to know is, is that in theory, if you went for it, yeah, let's say let's say you and I, right? I said, okay, I. I want to create a let's let's go back to your release from the the um from your Amazon documentary. I want to create an energy drink. So you go in. We're going KSI. The new we're going, KSI we're, yeah, 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 yeah. We're calling it Emip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we call it? Primal. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're calling it Primal. primal but we want to yeah. create we want to create an energy drink. Yeah. Um, I can. I can manufacture. I got manufacturing. Right, I, right. I I can make the ingredients. I can do all that. Yeah. Do you think, in theory, if I gave you that product and said, you're going to do the marketing, you, I want you to get this number one on Amazon, I want to get you number one on other websites, do you think you could manipulate it to make that go number one? Well, yeah. But, but I would... But I would 
But uh, for me to stay entertained, there would need to be a... No, yeah, but forget that. Forget oh, that. Right, if, if, I, yeah, if, uh, if you were still entertained. <laughs> if for whatever reason your brain, you would have just entertained, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we were doing Fuck for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, I'd definitely be able to get it to a number one. But it, then it's like, basically, I would get it to number one before we even had a product. Yeah, and then so that it then creates an idea around it. Where the fuck is this thing? That was kind of like what they did with Prime, really, wasn't it? Completely. Can you remember? It was like, what, how do you get this thing? And it's like then people, if, if shops had them, the kids would like run down and fucking buy them all. Do Do you think a big element of um, marketing is the unavailability of something? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go if you go into like a if you're on a night out and you go into somewhere and and it's like there's no one in there. You just walk out, don't you, and go somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, so, I love it. You see it that simply, though. Yeah, it's so it's, it's true. It's like, so true. Yeah. I don't want all the stuff. I don't want the stuff which is like abundant. Well, do I? No. I mean, look, restaurants is a great example, isn't it? Yeah. You want to go if there's no one in there, you're kind of a bit like, what's going on here? It's it's just it's just like a scarcity thing, isn't it? With the Amazon show, what's great is that so you you get the uh, urine to number one. All this happens. <laughs> you then as we spoke about filling the potholes and you do all these different things with Amazon and um, you also get your nieces mm. to order knives yes through Alexa yeah, yeah, with yeah. their own voices yeah off the internet and you you show how you can pretty much order anything from Amazon without any age restrictions well yeah I mean this is quite inter- this was a bit that was I we have to kind of fight quite hard to get this in the film because it's quite edgy yeah. it was also the bit when it was on where everyone started tweeting it was like the bit where it's like what, what the fuck because Amazon's platform right is amazing for customers right yeah. it's really really seamless or you know whatever but it, it, the, the way that if you're genuinely going to have an impact on people's relationship with it was like all right, well, let's look at the platform then. Like the piss thing, you know. Surely there should be safeguards to stop you buying piss on Amazon to drink. Well, apparently not. And then the thing with the knives was like, I mean, they just, there was just a big like change in legislation and stuff around like retailers and trying to protect, like, stop stuff being sold to children better. This is after that. So this is after a lot of, cha- apparently a load of changes been enacted, right? I just found that there was loads of stuff being sold on Amazon by Amazon not third parties, Amazon themselves, that was, you know, de- like knives, dangerous items. Rat so poison. A, yeah, rat poison. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Uber, can I open the rat poison? <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> it's like, it's no, I don't so think good. we want to open the rat poison. It's so good. That's my knife. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good when it arrives. <laughs> it's really, it's really fucking dark. Like, There's a great bit- shot, which is a weird shot, where your, where your uh, niece drops the knife. Oh, no. Yeah. My mum comes over and goes, oh God. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very good. It's great. Yeah, so I guess what it's just one of those sort of like, and Amazon denied, they were like, they denied that, that some of the stuff that we bought should have been age verified, even though the, we spoke to someone from Trading Standards, it's like a regulator that deals with all that stuff, who agreed with us that mm. they should have been. Uh, and yeah, it was like, it, it, it was mad, because I've just seen, what since this has come out, loads of people have queried this bit of the film, like, oh, it would have been age verified because you, you it was on your profile or whatever. No, it was a brand new profile. No age verification at all. We'd never ordered anything from there. There was no... There was there was three opportunities for Amazon to do the right thing, right? When the when the when the item is being listed, mm-hmm. it, you sh- you're selling a fucking knife. You should have to put your ID in. None of them had that. Then it needs to be when it's packaged. It, you know when you get something like that, like booze or whatever, and it says on the on the package, it says like uh, dangerous item or whatever. 
You sometimes you get that. None of them had that. Third thing, person at the door has to ID you. But the only the person at the door only knows to ID if it's been packaged in the right way. So it all comes down to Amazon, really. And all these different items, you know, they admitted that multiple items that we ordered should have been age verified and they kind of admitted to their mistake. I just wrote something yesterday for Vice. I was like, fuck it. About this again. I did like an addendum. I had to basically send, and I just made a new list of 10 new items. And I was like, here's 10 more. What do you think about these? Sent it back to Amazon. So that should be coming out probably, probably come out already. Amazing. Turn my phone on. Because it's just, it was a bit frustrating for me to see the way that they were wriggled with that one. Because for me, that's the one where it's like, oh, that's... That's wrong. Completely wrong. They mm. even admit it themselves. Do you know what I mean? They say, look, right, for multiple items. That's wrong. Like, just accept it and be like, yeah, we're not doing... Just and they be still like, try to, to wiggle a little bit. Yeah. It's like, and, you know, we've had like different people like knife crime charities in the UK and stuff yeah. tweeting about this, being like, this is unbelievable. And look, it, you know, it's a, it's a stunt we've made around something that the scene is like, is is weirdly good fun, isn't it? Yeah. And like, but it is, it is pretty serious. Completely. Like, it, it's like, it, and I guess that's the whole point of the film is you're trying to talk about things that are quite, people have got a fatigue hearing about, about Amazon. Like, all right, we've all got a kind of a feeling that they don't, there's some stuff they do isn't quite right. Mm. But, you know, we all we still use them. So it's like, how, and my job is like for this, like, how do I come up with stuff that's going to, people are actually going to engage with and like that can go viral, but that still deals with that shit. And you're thinking as you're doing it about the virability of it, you're thinking this is going to work. People are going to click on this. You're thinking like that the whole time. And, and even the, and, and, but also using it, it's a serious topic, which is a yeah, great yeah, thing. Yeah. So you sort of combine the two in a sort of good. And that's new for me. Like the, 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 that's getting older, isn't it? And maturing a bit and trying to be better at your work. It's like, how do I, you know, like the TripAdvisor thing is like, wish fulfillment isn't it like completely you're so right yeah it's like that that's ego almost where it's exactly, like yeah, yeah. that's uh, you know i was what was i 26 when i did that and uh, you, know. you know this is gonna be fun i want to get my restaurant to the yeah, top of TripAdvisor. great fun this has more it, it has to just because to see it's like also it's channel for like you know you got justifying the public interest i've got other projects on the go <laughs> a lot of me dicking about this was a very different this was like this thing where i've got to dick about but but the dicking about is kind of a per like the atmosphere of the show has to have has to be fun, or no one's going to watch it. And it, and ultimately, you talk about the vir- like virality of the ideas. They have to have that in order for it to. What am I trying to say? That's why I'm I'm there. Mm, do you know what I mean? Like, I know Channel, 4, Channel Four could get any much better journalist to do this if they yeah, wanted to. But it's a different type of thing. Yeah, but you do it in a great way, which is. Uh, it's it's sort of it, it you you do it in a sort of disarming way in a sort of charming way I think which is which that's, is that's why it's so sort of watchable it's almost cheeky it, it, which is which is really my, good I, I I just say like it's my only personality trait <laughs> that's it I got nothing else cheeky and threatening <laughs> <laughs> it's your two traits. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but I think you're you're a, you're a cheeky guy. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I, and I and I think that's also disarming. And I think it's a yeah. it's a good way to be. I, I think cheekiness is a is a great thing yeah, to I be. Like, I like cheekiness. Do you, it's it's funny as as we get older how our morals change though a little bit and how mm. you I've definitely noticed this more and more. You know, I, I have my sweet company and it, it's very much more focused towards being a B Corp and being carbon neutral and no palm oil and all these different things. And and you sort of start to realize that actually. This world that we live in, kind of want to leave it in a better place if mm. we can. Does that come into your work as well? And I must do right where you're kind of because I can hear it in your voice that you're. Mm. You said you don't use Amazon. Don't care if anyone else does. It's just you now being. Yeah, 
it I guess yeah I guess it's sort of I actually had a weird experience where I was making started the film and uh, I was using Amazon and I was telling my I, I learned German that's how much of a knobhead I am I learn uh, I, I do German lessons do you? Uh, I'm doing Spanish at the moment. Are you? How's it going? Uh, not so good, but I'm, I've, start, I've started Spanish lessons and dance lessons. What kind of dance? Um, well, at the moment, we're just doing some like street freestyle dance. My wife really wanted to learn dance, and I was like, okay, I'll come do it with you. So we're doing it together. And she speaks Spanish, so I'm learning Spanish. Are you, so you're, just, you're trying to be a better man? Yeah, I'm just trying to be really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to do yeah. Like Spanish and dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I get a divorce her again. Become a dance teacher. <laughs> uh, Whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. Did he, he became a dance teacher. <laughs> moved to, uh, yeah, yeah. to Buenos Aires. Yeah, he yeah, just became like a yeah. dance teacher. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're learning, you're learning German. You're yeah, so I was, yeah, sorry. So I was doing my German lesson and my, I was talking to my, this was like 18 months ago when I was doing the pothole one. Yeah. I was doing it on my own. And uh, she was like, well, my German's in a very German way. She was just like, well, you're a hypocrite. You're making a film about Amazon, you, you know, and you use them. I remember how defensive I was in that moment. I was like, oh, fuck you. Like, there's no other, I have to use Amazon. I have to. And then, like, I kind of had to sit with me and I had to, like, just, like, let it percolate in my mind. Mm. And I was like, mm, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I kind I of see to. the, I, I don't know. I think the, the world, I don't, the ethics and stuff, I don't think it's black and white anyway. I was kind of, was, everything's kind of, yeah, gray, but I like the kind way. of gray to me. But, mm. like, um, yeah, I mean, but but yeah, I think definitely like having a bit of like a moral a, compass almost. Yeah, in the in, in the work more so than like what I probably like the the stuff I did with Paris Fashion Week or the restaurant thing. Like, you know, there's a lot of shit in there which is like as you said as we were saying like wish for fulfillment. And intentionally, I didn't want to, I, the my, like thing that turns me off the most with this stuff is like preachiness. Mm. Like that's why like don't tell. There was there was points in the film when a couple of the feedback that we had from um i can't remember who it was was like we need to tell the audience to do something at the end of the film and we kind of do but not in, not in a way in a way that we felt comfortable with that was in the voice of the film because you don't want to lose them you know you've done so much work to get them on side then you what you're going to tell them what to do with their lives yeah the you're not meant it. to do that i don't no, but i but i, I didn't like that. and also i think you're totally right by um there's a technique which someone told me which is like called jab 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 hook which is basically like give 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 take and it's like a right. selling technique right which is where you should never like tell someone to do this do this do this right. you should almost do it in a subtly way where what you're doing is you're portraying an image of what amazon is like mm. and then saying well now you make the decision yeah well, what you we, want to do and that's a great way of selling it so people make the decision on themselves well they say jeff bezos he always says we're the most customer obsessed company on earth right mm. that's their thing that's mm-hmm. the tagline and uh and basically, we have it at the end of the film, and where he says, essentially, basically says, the reason we run our business the way we do is because of you. This is how this is how we need to run our business, which I think is horseshit, by the way. Mm. But <laughs> anyway, whatever, who cares? This is the um, last we saw of you. Yeah. <laughs> he shot as he was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in space now. <laughs> 
Blue Origin. <laughs> yeah, fucking straight up to straight up gone. to Mars. Just gone. First man on Just Mars. Gone. Uh, yeah. No. I basically, he says, continually, it's been a whole thing of his business that it's the most customer obsessed company on earth. And the reason we do things is because of you. That that's this is why. And it's like that's weird that he's putting that in your name as a consumer. So the reason why we're not allowing our, our drivers to have adequate brakes to to so they don't have to piss in a bottle or. It's you because know. of you. Yeah, it's because of you. You're the one. This is you. Your behavior, and it's kind of like this classic, very like modern idea that we're all just like individually responsible for like society's ills, which I think is kind of it's it's kind of bullshit. completely wrong. And yeah. it actually should be the businesses' responsibility, one hundred percent, absolutely. And we, we need to have regulate these businesses properly, but also you need the government needs the money to actually do that. Yeah, and it's just like you know, like we had the thing with the, my nieces. We we actually ordered. Um, kind of accumulated one million pounds potentially in fines for Amazon, right? Yeah. Trading Standards said to us, they said, we're gonna, we'll try, but we don't have enough money to go after Amazon. I said, are you fucking kidding me? There's a government regulator. And they're like, since cuts, you know, in the last 15 years, we just don't really, our department shrunk by, it's 30% of what it was. I'm like, what, what are we doing here then? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like... So you're saying that even a government funded regulator wouldn't be able to go after someone like Amazon because they wouldn't have enough money to fight them. That's what, and, and look, he said that to us and he was comfortable saying that the, the, the officer from Trading Standards, so I'm just go, I don't want to get him in trouble, but he said that. That's what he said. So it's wow. like, so that we, so we have evidence of Amazon committing 200 offenses, right? Yeah. With all these items they sold to my nieces. And by the way, legally speaking, they could have sold it to me, it doesn't matter. It, the only thing that matters is that it was an age verified item that sh- should have been verified that, that isn't. Me and you could sit here right now and order something from Amazon that should be age verified and that would be an offense for Amazon mm. so if, if they sell and fulfill it. Anyway, that's boring. But, um, so they've committed 200 offenses, right? We can't, we don't have the clout as a, the government agency doesn't have the clout to do something about it. Isn't that fucking nuts? That's fucking wild. That's not the way it should be. So the whole thing about blaming the c- c- consumer, look, it is, it, I, I get it, people, like your individual behavior, of course, has a meaning, but ultimately the only way we actually can can do something and achieve things is if, we, is if it's collectively, you know, it's like regulating to do that, you know. Do you think these companies around the world, do you think these big corporate companies have become almost too powerful? Fucking hell, yeah. I know that's a big question. No, I mean, no, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like fucking... It's about four companies now, isn't it? Completely, it is. It's, <laughs> it's literally, it's literally about, yeah. And Warren Buffett owns three of them or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like funny, isn't it? Because I hope to be working in making documentaries for, I'd be amazing for the rest of my life, to be honest. We'll mm. see how it goes. But um, I've now, I now never, so out of the three or four people you can sell to, say five, I can't sell to one now because it's, it's Amazon. It's Amazon. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. No, I can't do that. And and we when we So you've cut out a you've basically cut out a quarter yeah. of your <laughs> potential like yeah. you've cut out twenty five percent. Yeah. It's fucking nuts, isn't it? That's like the worst business <laughs> model ever. Yeah, and earlier on you said I was a fucking business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the worst <laughs> yeah, businessman exactly. ever. <laughs> but like, wow, I never even yeah, thought of it like yeah, that. Yeah. Well it's yeah, it's true. I mean I doubt I mean if I was the CEO of Amazon, I would hundred percent buy this documentary. Because I'd be like, that's funny. And I'd just be yeah. like, "Fuck it, why not?" That's the, that's maybe why I'm not. Yeah, but maybe, but, but maybe they will. Maybe they will. They will see it, see it, or hear this, or whatever, and then they will go, "Okay, fine, we we like what you've done here." And then maybe, and it will flip in a in a in a different direction. I, I think that, like, I don't know. I, I think anything 
what am I trying to say? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be funny if they bought be it. Amazing. It'd be amazing. It's good for me. Some people <laughs> would say that um, doing stuff like that can be dangerous. You could get in trouble. Um, yeah. And you are worried you're going to get in trouble in the documentary, but you do uh, something very clever. Yeah. Uh, basically, I commit fraud by defrauding Amazon of... say <laughs> how openly I should say this. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it, it's in the film. Here we go. Um, I commit fraud by sending sand back when it should be, you know, I lied on my yeah. returns. Textbook fraud, as the lawyer says to me in the film. Yeah. This sentence can carry years. And I was like, Jesus Christ. But I kind of had something up my sleeve, which was, before I did any of that, the way that Amazon does their tax practices, right? Allegedly, I think. No, I can just say that. Yeah, you can it's say It's not alleged. It's not it? allegedly. No. The way that they work their taxes, they have it, they base basically all their money. Technically, when you're buying from Amazon UK, you're buying from a Luxembourg company. Yeah, you're buying from yeah. a tax haven. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, you, your words not mine. <laughs> you're buying from Luxembourg. I'm not getting involved in this. No, no. <laughs> you're in, baby. Oh, my God. What's just happened? <laughs> the death squad. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Everyone everywhere. Uh, Basically, I what that's the way they do it, right? So they don't have to declare their. No one actually knows what Amazon because Luxembourg's got some privacy, all that secret uh, financial secrecy stuff. No one knows what they earn, so that's kind of an, an, an kind of unusual thing. But what I did is I with this pothole thing, you know, the fraud. I before I did any of the purchases, I went and I made a company in Belize, mm. which is like an offshore place where a lot of offshore companies go. It's very secret, like secretive tax practices, whatever. And I basically made an Amazon business account for that Belize company. And then I bought all the pothole filler via Belize. So like the liability is offshore. So like morals and ethics aside, technically it's an, it's an offshore issue, which is like the same thing arguably that Amazon does to avoid paying taxes in this country. The, the, they do pay some taxes. Yeah, but I yeah, know I what you're saying. We yeah, know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. totally get what you're so, saying. So like, and then... The name of the company was uh, was Whole Maintenance and Repair Corp, which is an acronym. HMRC. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So that's kind of the that's kind of the end of the film, and then the, this tax expert as well, who a guy called Alex Donegan is very good actually. Uh, he was like, he said, "You'll probably get away with fraud here. I can't see Amazon pursuing you via Belize." And then he says, "Don't quote me in court." <laughs> It's so, so good. So and the greatest thing is the lawyer as well is, is just amazing. like, yeah, amazing. He just sort of says, yeah, this is, he sits back and he sort of thinks of ways to, because he's constantly out the film, he's yeah. countering you, counter, counter, what's this? Yeah, and he yeah, can't yeah. counter you. He sort of sits there and it's goes. the first time I've impressed him. Yeah, that's you've all, impressed that's him. That's all we've ever wanted. It's, it's, it's so it's, good. It's, it's and and there's, this, there's this really interesting narrative, which I love about the film as well, which is it follows you trying to yeah trying, trying to, to impress trying him. to impress him and <laughs> yeah. at the end you do yeah. and it's great in a but in a legal way yeah, it's, yeah, and yeah. sort of you it's amazing what what is it about making these documentaries that you just love doing is it because it's the sense of creativity is it because it's the sense of like putting something together what is it about film that you like i just think that it's like um i think that i'm good at it now it took me a while, but now I think we're good at it. When did you think that you were good at it? When did you become like... a few years. Yeah, it takes had, a while. Yeah, I had those initial films with Vice. I'd made about six that went viral. They were great. Really proud of them. But I was, as a filmmaker, I was more like, I was a writer. I came up with the ideas, but I, was, I wasn't as involved in the kind of real construction of them. Like there was a director who was great. One of my close friends, Adrian, 
editor Marta. They were like, they kind of did that more of that stuff and kind of, inf- I was, you know, I was writing the ideas. I was still coming up with all this stuff, but. You weren't na- putting the jigsaw together almost. Yeah, not really, not really. Kind of some, like we, we made this film that I fucking love, which is a, a, a guy, I have this app where people can order lookalikes themselves. And a guy orders a lookalike of himself. He sends a more attractive version to his high school reunion. So good, this it was, one. It, I so love good, that this film. one, yeah. And it's really sweet. He gets ends, hammered as yeah, well. He gets yeah. really drunk. Yeah, yeah, and it ends up being this, like, life-affirming story. This kind of It's a Wonderful Life style. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it was fit. We shot it in America, and it's such, like, an American high school-y kind of story. Anyway, that was the first one where I properly got involved in the structure. Like, properly... Maybe I'm kind of underselling myself a bit here. But what I'm saying is, like... I feel like this film was, I was so, like I, the original short I directed was so much more, it had so much more of a say tone-wise and really in there. Like I'm an, I'm an exec producer, writer and what presenter. Of yeah, what the, it sounds the like is that you had a bit of imposter syndrome like we all do yeah. leading up and then there becomes a point where you suddenly have a belief in your ability. Yeah, and I think, I think that basically in that time between, I did my last Vice thing, 2021 I think, and then when I was doing Catfish, basically, because it's more like Catfish is like a presenting gig. I'm yeah, presenting, totally. presenting a gig, showing up, great. But this is like, in that time, I made another feature film, which is not out yet, actually, which is really good too, but hopefully it'll find a home soon. Um, and you, I had to learn how to make that film in order to make it. And then I, the, the, this film now is like, as a result of, I, I feel like I didn't really, while I was doing Catfish, it's two years, did three series, I had to like, I wasn't able to, I had to sort of spend a little time away from that mm. stuff. And I almost feel like now I'm like, I have the skill set to now do the next chapter of my career. Does that make sense? Completely, yeah. Like I, like I did the Vice thing, we did six videos that I'm really proud of, did Catfish, and that kind of was like this different type of gig. Yeah, but also taking skills from that as well 100%. in so many ways. So you understand 100%. presenting, you understand yeah. creating, and now you're putting it into this ball, which is where you've yeah. got the full package where you can go and just create more. Yeah, and it's like, look, it's really hard to go from making stuff on the internet to making stuff on telly. Uh, I think that the telly... Why? Pe- What's the difference? Because... Well, because telly people don't trust internet people. Because it's like, it's like the success online is, is, is different, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I'd have to, you know... 400 million views or something crazy across these Vice videos. But trying to go in it straight from there into those rooms to TV, people weren't really, weren't having it really. I just tried for about, for about 18 months after that. And then like Catfish come out, like thank God it happened. Like they came out of nowhere. They brought me in for a screen test. We went well, we went for it. I did three series with them. And in that time, the fact that I did those series were what, got TV people to try, take me more seriously. Yeah, it's and funny it, that. It, yeah, it? and, it, and it's then, a weird world of that yeah. happens. But also kind of kind of makes sense a bit as well. Like you're like I ha- it is I presented 30 episodes of Catfish. That is it's a lot of a lot of TV. I mean you I mean how many episodes did you do of Chelsea? <sighs> 300 did you you've done all these you've got all these shows and everything and these films going. If you could and maybe you can't say do you have something in your eyes in your head that you would like I would if if I, one day I could go and create this something around an idea around this what would that be um yeah what is the big what is the like big target yeah they call it a hag, which is a big hairy audacious goal yeah. do you have a do you have something where and I'm sure you may yeah. be shooting something that you can't talk about or yeah, whatever that one's pretty fucking cool um so yeah that one was like a big head like in my head I was like oh my god 
no, that's surely not. And then now it's happening. It's crazy. So you're and doing something that you can't talk yeah, about. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, yeah. It's a wow. fe feature doc. We've got some financing for it, which is cool. Um, but then... Uh, Any industry that you'd like to look at that you haven't yet? Weirdly, everyone always says that I should do art, but I find that like it's too that's too obvious to like, go and do art and make it like, you know... Make a film about could you make an art? Like I had this. That would be great. It would be great, and I've got, that would be. I'm fascinated with that. It is the amount of money that that is a weird. But the way money moves in the art world is so fucking strange. Crazy. Yeah, there was that. There's yeah. There's a lot of dodgy money in art, and there are like all these like places where they store in like a freehold at the airport, so it never has to go through customs. They're like there's a got these like gigantic, fucking like huge. Um, you should do art. safe. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think of a good enough idea. It'd have to be really good for me because it. If someone tells me to, because people have yeah, said to do it, I'm a little bit same yeah. thing. Yeah. What a cyclical we've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah same thing. I don't want people to tell me what to do. <laughs> uh, but the art thing, I think, would be good fun. I'm also like a quite a big. Uh, it sounds so lame. Uh, I spend a lot of time in galleries and stuff, so I'd, I'd want to do it in a way that felt original. Because the thing is, with this is just you can cut this is boring. No, it's but, not. Um, the thing is with art is it, it, it did the ripping of itself a hundred years ago. Duchamp put a fucking urinal in an art gallery to take the piss out of, or is it art? You know, that's the kind of question. And it's like when people, I've seen like YouTube videos, people have done like, I put a um, fucking, you know, empty coffee cup on a, yeah. on a table and everyone thought it was art. And it's like, yeah, this was done a hundred years ago, man. Like what, <laughs> like just, so I, I would want to do it in a way that was, that talked about something more than just, Oh, art, people believe anything is art because I kind of do actually have a bit of a belief that yeah, everything kind of is can it's, be art. Can be it art. can be art. Like I, d I don't think the gotcha is oh they thought the banana on the wall was a piece of art. It's like well maybe it is. I don't fucking know. Do do you consider yourself an artist now? I don't know. Um, I, on a level, but also I, it just depends. It's a sort of a bit of a wanky thing to say, isn't it? But I don't think it is. I think you probably. I would say you're an artist for sure. I would like. I think that. In some respects, but also the, you can be multiple things, can't you? Yeah. You can be a filmmaker, you can be a prankster, you can be a... a you can be a, all these different yeah, things combined. I, I think it's fine. Who, yeah, do, sure. who do you admire in terms of filmmaking? Who do you love? I love... Um, it was actually quite mad, actually, the night that the special came out. Darren Brown tweeted out. Tweeted out. Love Darren Brown. Yeah, I fucking love... He's actually, he's actually a mate. I've got him in this other thing I'm doing. Me and him do it. He's amazing. He's, yeah, he's, he's like... If I could have like an ideal scenario, his shows are so clear and so well done. So clear. top of the film, I'm going to do this. Then you're like, fuck, he's not going to do that. And then he, and then he, all of a sudden, he fucking does it. You find, you know, you go on a journey with him, and he does it. It's great. It's also great advice telling what you're going to do at the top exactly. and then do it. I think, yeah, and I think I would like the next thing. Fingers crossed, it comes off. Like if I do another Channel Four hour that's yeah. some of my ideal scenarios I like hours because you get to deal with specific topics yeah I think that with the Amazon thing it was this kind of collection of different stories I'm going to spend an hour fucking with Amazon and here's you know what I mean it's a bit different to I'm going to get a number one restaurant on London, in Tron TripAdvisor in London that's very clear I say that in the first 30 seconds of the Vice documentary yeah by the end of it I do it you know that's a bit more clear than like the Amazon thing we struggled with a little bit and like the reviews have been really good for the Amazon thing. We got five out of five in the Telegraph, four out of five in the Guardian. Amazing. Three out of five in the Independent. Ooh. But they said that it feels that it's quite segmented. I was like, yeah, no, you're right. It is. Why do you worry about reviews? I've never had them before. Oh, is that this is my first one. So I'm just kind of intrigued by the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, no, it's just. 
You feel, but it's good. You know yeah, it's good. Yeah, the views yeah. are killing it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I totally I've just never done. You know what I mean? I've just I'm, yeah, I'm reacting, to reacting it. to it. Of course, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I, I like Darren Brown. Darren Brown's sick. I think he's he's also as I said a mate. He's who, who I just admire his work so much. And like when he when he makes something, it's like a, an event. And I love that. Like, mm. and it's quite the quality of what he does. He never compromises. So good. Um, I yeah. I mean, there's loads of people. There's a <laughs> there's a John Oliver who's an English guy who yeah. does an American yeah yeah yeah, yeah. current affairs show. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. Uh, um, John Oliver's great. Yeah, John Oliver's great. Going to go for another wanky answer. Uh, really like Marina Abramovich. She's a conceptual artist. Yeah. She's got uh, she's got something on at the um, is on the RA at the moment. Did you ever see her piece of art where she sat and she looked in someone's eyes? I've got a funny story about that. Okay, so I explain this thing. Yeah. You explain this thing better than I've seen. I've seen I on know. YouTube. I mean, yeah. Well, she Marina Abramovich is an artist, and um, the way that I understood it is that what she would do is she would sit uh, in maybe the Tate or so. I think where she was sitting somewhere. Yeah. It was in the Met. It was a gang, and then MoMA. and some people would come in, and you would sit opposite her. She would open her eyes, and yeah. you would experience a moment yeah. with her, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she would close her eyes, and the person would move yeah. off. And her long lover that she had been in a relationship and they hadn't seen each other 30 years because yeah. of artistic differences. They'd yeah. gone their separate ways. Yeah, yeah, they hadn't yeah. spoken or seen each other for 30 years. She has her eyes closed. She's sitting in the gallery and he comes in and sits opposite her. She opens her eyes and they look at each other and it's this unbelievable yeah, moment where they hold each other's hands and they look at each other and you can see this love yeah. that hasn't gone and they're 30 years older yeah. for each other and then they do it for a minute Closes her eyes and he walks off. It that's is, it. it. A mind blower, mate. Like shivers. That is, ins- yeah. it's insane. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. It if is you amazing. Watch. That yeah, and that um, he died recently, actually. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, died about I think last year. But um, I can't remember his name. German guy. Um, it was amazing, wasn't it? Anyway, I have a story. So I went and saw that in the Academy in Florence three years ago. It's the one that's on in London right now. Mm-hmm. You can go and see it if you want to. If you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I went and I sat in the chair, right? Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, so you do it in the in the gallery. You go in and, you, and there's just two chairs opposite each other. It's the piece. Yeah. I sat there. This uh, this young guy comes and sits opposite me. We're staring at each other for uh, two minutes. The guy starts crying, and I don't really know what to do. So I just blur my eyes. Isn't that awful? So I'm still, so as far as, so I'm like, look, look, Jamie, I'm looking at you now, but I'm yeah. not. You're blurred. Like, but it looks like, isn't that the, I know isn't that the most, mean. isn't that the most cynical thing that's like, you've ever heard? Like, blurred. we tried to have a moment. <laughs> I just, you just I, did I, that with your I, eyes. So I can do it, yeah. And you blurred your eyes so you wouldn't that, have to exactly, emotionally connect exactly, with a stranger. Yeah, which is the whole point of the piece. You can't get more British than it that. Sa- it says way more about me than him. Like, I'm, I'm, that is me down to the core. Absolute fucking coward. Wait, you're showing the emotion? I'm going to switch off. <laughs> oh, no, but it's even worse. Because if I'd have just gone, sorry, I'm going to... No, I pretended I was still there. Oh, yeah, let's go. It's so, so bad. It's so bad. W- was it interesting that the, 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 in an artistic way, that connection that you had with the stranger? Yeah, I mean, it, it is quite it, intense. Fucking yeah! yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, I, it's it's like um, really simple, isn't it? It's like you know, on that boot clip on YouTube, but it's probably got millions and millions of yeah, views. millions. It's cool that it's good when someone makes something that cuts through. So it's about, about connection, though. Yeah, but when you say something about art, it's like I would never want to be. It's like you make still making stuff that's for people and intended for people to 
Like, I think that's a really good idea because we're talking about it right now and it's yeah, very completely. To, yeah, completely. It's just like, great, that's a piece of work. Like, you know. So simple. I've got to, yeah, it's really simple. So, like, I think there's, like, an idea of, like, like the art needs to be something that makes, that kind of shuts people off and makes people feel little or small or, yeah. uh, or that I'm not interested in that at all. More just, like, it's quite cool to make shit that's unusual that can that people can engage with i think that that that, that that's like an example of something that's done well and so much fucking bad art like most of it so <laughs> so so that's, yeah. do you know what i mean it's so yeah yeah i love that it's funny um, how we've ended up talking about fucking art yeah we can go back to family and uh, bring everyone um <laughs> i want to say dude i'm such a big fan of yours i really am and all the stuff that you've done Thanks, for anyone man. listening now where can everyone we can go and watch it on channel four online yeah. can't we youtube yeah 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 so uh, there's if you want to watch my earlier films there's a playlist on vice called vice life Hacks. so good there. six films on there there's about probably about two hours worth of content or something maybe less um who cares uh, and then the new film is 50 50 minute film on channel four you can watch it on four channel four player or on youtube uh if you're in the uk and then all different territories we're currently in conversations with people in different countries trying mm. to sort of license the film out but yeah man i mean any basically the channel four film is i think my best thing i've done so if you want to if you like this interview, please. I think you should honestly encourage everyone to just go and check out your stuff and really, and just to follow you because I just can't wait for what you're going to do next. And you're saying you're on saying you can't even, even <laughs> off, even off mic, you said you couldn't tell me what it was. So, so whatever you. it is, but I just, I will leave all the links in the description below, but go and check out Uber's works because honestly, it's, it's, Fantastic. Dude, I really appreciate Thanks, it, man. man. Yeah, it's, it's been, been wicked. Really it's been really fun. Oh, my God. Listen, everybody, I'll, we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Have a great day. See you later. Goodbye. Dude. Amazing, that man. Great. It's freaking great. Cheers, I love man. that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.